Get ready for the Squawking Eagles podcast. The show that covers only the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I already kind of addressed that, but, you know, that's something I can't really control. You know, uh, honestly, man, I don't even ask for the ball in the game. I don't even talk to, to Brian. I don't say nothing to nobody. Like, Smitty is the one vocal. He's the more vocal one. Y'all don't even see that. But <laughs> but I don't say nothing during, during the game. I don't ask for the ball. Like, you know, but... But, you know, if a wide receiver says anything, then, oh, he's classified as a diva. He's want the ball. No, like, maybe I'm holding my teammates accountable, you know? Like, like we have those tough conversations. But, but if a quarterback does it, then it's – don't nobody say nothing. But but if a receiver does it, then then it's the end of the world, you know? But, you know, that is what it is, and I can't control that. You know, I know who I am, and, and, I, and, I, and I try to push my teammates, you know? And I'm not going to change who I am, you know? And that's what it is. Like the Seattle game. That was on us. We we messed that up. We 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 improvised and we went on our own. And Nick came out and said, "Oh, I I, I wanted uh, to try to get a flag or something, something crazy like that." It's like he really made himself look like look look like a fool for us. I have nothing but respect for him. Like you know what I'm saying? Because not all coaches do that. You know what I'm saying? So like, bruh, bruh, we ride with Nick. We ride with Brian. We just got to come out. We just got to play ball. It's all it is. It's either one person messing up or something like that. And I'm not saying that somebody just trying to mess up, but it happened. We human. You know what I'm saying? So like, but like I said, there's highs and lows, and you see the glimpses. So that's why I'm like, but we right there. We right there. Despite everything, despite everybody saying this, saying that, like we right there, and, and, we, and we know we are. And that's the only thing that matters. Is we know. We know. You can say whatever you want to say, but when the shit happens, then it's gonna be like, oh, what is going on? Oh, oh, oh. what if it don't happen? Then we're well, gonna we'll try again. That's just what it. That's what it is, and that's what you. How you have to approach life. AJ, that may be things that Nick probably want to fix about himself, and, and and I'll say, but one thing I can't respect, loyalty is not one of them, and I say that because um, he takes up for us when it has nothing to do with him, and uh, he gets the blame. But that comes with with his, with his job, you know. And, and sometimes Jalen does the same thing, and. Uh, just like Brian, he get the end, the wrong end of the stick sometimes when it be us. But as I, like I said today, the coaches play play zero snaps this year. It is not the coaches; it is us. And so, like I said, if one person goes the wrong way, the whole play is over with. And and as you guys see, it is glimpsed. It is it is it is it is it is highs and lows. It goes just like this. And so that's why I feel like that's why honestly I feel like we are close. We are close to, to continue to continue to getting better and continue to, to take that next step. You know, with all this freaking adversity, we, we right there. That's what happens when you're trying to get to the next step. Gravity pulls against you. Everything pulls against you. And I think that's what this team is going through right now. And I think once we fight through that, push through that, we're going to be fine. We're going to be right where we need to be. Because I know we got great people in this locker room. We got good people. You mentioned this. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Squawking Eagles podcast, where I'm your temporary host, Miguel. Mike is uh, AFK, and Mark is MIA. So let's do this together, alone, just you and I. Let's just have some one-on-one time. Maybe Mark shows up, maybe he doesn't. Um, Well, fans, it seems like our Philadelphia Eagles are in trouble uh they lose a game to the arizona cardinals in which they gave what seemed to be lackadaisical effort on 
defense. Um, not sure if it was the play calling, which we all heard this week that um, the players are not blaming the coaches for any type of play calling issues. Even took credit for the debacle that happened in Seattle, uh, A.J. Brown uh, stating that, uh, you know, they improvised. I'm not sure if improvised was the word that he meant to use, but um, I think, uh, you know, kind of stuck his foot in his mouth at that moment. But, uh, you know, there's not much that I can say that's or there's not much that AJ can say that's going to make me believe that this uh, team has a coaching issue. We're going to enter this uh, game against the Giants, last game of the season, and go into the playoffs with a lot of question marks. And uh, to me, most of it has to do with uh, with the play calling and the coaching and the style that they're playing right now. The way Jalen's playing, um, you know, some of the decisions that uh, seem questionable to me. Uh, you know, Mark and Mike may seem uh, see different than I do, but you know, he was eighteen for um, twenty, um, eighteen for twenty-three, one sixty, one sixty-seven, three touchdowns, uh, and the of course the interception at the end. Um, you know, this team with the bubble screens, the uh, the, the the RPO runs, the predictability and everything that they do. Uh, you've heard it here. You've heard me say it a bunch of times. It's just too predictable. Everybody, everything is in the shotgun formation or a pistol formation. Jalen lined up under center zero times. Oh, let me take, uh, let me take away the, 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 taking away the brotherly love is zero times. Um, you know, this team is just, it can't get out of its own way right now. And, They've played like that all season, and I don't see any type of uh, meeting, team meeting, that can fix what's going on. Uh, their secondary is, you know, uh, hurt. They need uh, a lot of help. Uh, we get Slade back. Uh, Vontae Maddox came back last week, but he really didn't look like a Vontae Maddox of old. Um, you know, it's going to take him to get his, uh, his legs back before, you know, he could uh, – he could be an effective player on that defense. Um, you know, I give credit to, uh, you know, the, the offensive line who have been pretty consistent with their play. Uh, the last couple of weeks in these losses, you know, they've taken some penalties and, um, but for the most part, they've been the most consistent part of this team uh, with the blocking this uh, Eagles team lacks the effort of trying to establish a run game. Yes, okay, they weren't on the field a lot. Arizona out-eagled the Eagles. They took the ball. They ran the ball very well. Connor just ran had it ran all over us. They had his choice, which that brings up another um, another issue in my mind is that defensive line. Where was Jordan Davis uh, all day last week? Uh, where's uh, 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 Carter? Where's Jalen Carter? Um, Fletcher Cox showed flashes last week, but he can't do it by himself. Where's Sweat? Sweat's been a little taken out of his game as of late. Um, just this, this defense just needs to get it together, but also this offense needs to learn how to run the ball. You know, 
take time off the clock, give your defense a chance to rest on the sideline, put the pressure on them by scoring quickly. I mean, we saw the failure with the Chip Kelly offense. You know, things need to be corrected. And I honestly don't think that this Giants game, even though many will predict us to win, um, I don't think whatever the outcome of this game, whether it be a blowout or a close game or a close win, will make me feel more confident about going into the playoffs with this team. They seem to go into this playoffs, and I believe, depending on the way the seating falls, we'll be one and done. Well, I don't think we'll get a home game at all. Uh, if we're lucky, we'll get at least one, and then whoever the second-round opponent is will probably be our last game of the season. You know, I I don't I don't know how Mark and Mike feel. Well, I know Mike feels a little bit better since AJ has come out and talked, but to me, I believe until these players, until these players come out and prove to me against a quality team, not against a Giants team that's has nothing to play for, which I think we should just bench everybody and lose this game and let the seeding fall as they may. But I think we should let the Giants win so they can get a worse draft position and not help them by giving them a better draft position. So. Uh, I'm not in the school of much of a uh, superficial or or believe in superstition much, but you know, in the city of Philadelphia, we believe in such things sometimes, such as the the uh, the statue, the Ben Franklin uh, statue that had to be placed upon the Comcast Center so we can get the uh, first Super Bowl trophy in 2017. But what about this thought? And I haven't really heard it on the radio. Is this team cursed by the curse of the Kelly Green jersey? I don't want you to think about this. Kelly Green jerseys, when we had them, we had the best defense. We had one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league, one of the more dynamic quarterbacks in the league at that time at Randall Cunningham. We had great receivers, uh, Fred Barnett, and um, the other name escapes me right now. But um, at that time, you know, we were predicted to be Super Bowl contenders as well. And uh, if you just look at last season, how far we gotten and how good we looked. And this season, we get the Kelly Green jerseys. And once again, we have one of the league's best defenses and one of the league's most dynamic court, one of the league's dyna- most dynamic quarterbacks. And uh, we're just seemingly having a, a difficult times as much as we were in those Randall Cunningham, Kelly Green era. I know I'm not a a superficial fan, but or superstitious fan, but um, you know, just some some thought to it. Uh, I don't know how Mark and Mike would feel about that. Maybe they uh, listen to this pod be, and, and post their own uh, views of it, and uh, I'll bring it up next week on our pod. But just in case, you know, Mark does not show up. I don't know. I guess uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll see what the Eagles. Uh, there he is. Mark has finally joined us. Just to add to the pod, I, you know, make it a uh, make it a quick one here. Um, you know, I just uh, went over the Eagles game and and say, you know, saying my views on how disappointed I was in in this game here. Uh, what did you think about the uh, Eagles game this week? Eagles, man, man, that's their top. Like, oh God. How do I feel after a game where we went up 21 to six on the absolute 
disgustingly bad Arizona Cardinals and lost. Man, I've been thinking about this a lot. I am this close to going back to my old ways and calling for Howie's head. This is this is outrageous. I'm so sick. I'm sick. Bro, I I'm I originally said it as a joke. It's beyond a joke now. Like the crayon the crayon, the, the coloring book bullshit. This is not even an offense. This is this is so bad. Like but how but why put the blame on Howie here? Because at this point in the game, mm-hmm. all right. And that's why I said I'm almost. I'm not blaming him just yet. But okay. we're we're what? 15, 16 games through the season now. Right. All right. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've seen a collapse on our offense, on our defense, and personnel wise, we're missing a few key players. It's fine. I get it. Injuries happen. I'll never blame a, you know, a coach or a manager, you know, due to injuries. Injuries happen. It ha- you know, but the schemes have been so bad. The play calling has been so bad. And if your head coach, He's going to stand by a guy who is either – let me rephrase this. If your head coach is going to say that he's calling the plays and there's literally no plays being called, it's I, I, it's not even real. Like I, I, I swear to God I want to like pinch myself. This has to be a fever dream. Like They're just like, hey, um, yeah, we don't actually do anything as coaches. We would like you to just throw the ball – sideways and run backwards and do stupid things like pretend it's not football guys that's what we want you to do that's how it feels right now it's it's that bad and so if, if sirianni's calling the plays he's got to stop straight up like i know he's oh it's my playbook all right then then take responsibility if it's your playbook stop throw it out burn it it's not real it's garbage it's the worst thing i've ever seen if it's you taking responsibility for brian johnson you need to now step up and say yo bud you're trash. You're absolutely garbage. You don't belong coaching here. We definitely overestimated your abilities, and uh, you need to to go away. Go up in the booth, do something else. Go go hide in a corner. You could stay on to talk to Jalen and be buddy buddy off to the side. Whatever. We need some change here. Defensively, I'm I'm in a weird spot because I knew Desai was new. He was learning, and then we switched to Patricia, and like our offense, our defense as a whole is lacking. But the defense is where most of the injuries are, so it's it's harder to to harp on the defense. I mean, there's definitely some. I mean, because some of the stuff on defense is personnel. Like the coaching doesn't make you miss 13 to 14 tackles a game. That's on you as a player. Defensively, that's something we got to work on. And I stay like I've said before. I like Dean. I wish Dean was here. He can't be. I like to see what Ringo's doing. Uh, Maddox Maddox was a travesty to come back. He definitely needed another week off. He got absolutely smoked by the you know worst receiving core in the nfl um like we did not need him you could have had ringo ricks and and uh bradbury and we would have definitely performed better defensively than with maddox um we need maddox to get his sea legs back because this playoffs is coming up yeah gotta get up game speed but i would have been cool with him playing a few reps but having him in the whole game was cost us um, not the whole blame's on him, not by a long shot, right? Um, but it, it like the reason I'm going towards Howie is I'm like, all right, at this point now, like I understood this, the loss to San Fran as much as it hurt. I was like, all right, went through a really tough season. We went through like, you know, we had the toughest season in the NFL. We played three really tough games back to back to back, fourth game in a row. You know, it happens, 
we knew at the beginning of the season, you're going to lose to Dallas in Dallas because it's Jerry's world. You're not allowed to win in Jerry's world. That's not fair to Jerry. He gets very unhappy about it. And <laughs> if Jerry is unhappy, the NFL is unhappy because that's how the NFL is. Mm-hmm. Figured that. Cool. Great, grand, wonderful. And I could even understand Seattle if Gino was playing. It was a tough-fought game. But to go up early on them and lose it, then to struggle against the Giants, and then to go up early on the Cardinals and lose to them. I mean, the Cardinals are the worst-run defense in the NFL this year. The worst. There's, there's no one who lets the people run the ball more on them. And yet... We couldn't run the ball. What, what, what did we do? What did we do? You know, we ran Swift 13 times, ran six six, gave what Gainwell four carries. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, though, what happened the other side of the ball? I've been saying it all, all year if you run the ball, you win the games. What do the Cardinals do? Connor had 26 carries, exactly 128 yards at a time. And, well, that goes to my well, my point, Mark, is like, where was Jordan Davis just uh that day? Where was Jalen Carter? Jalen Carter got the one sack. Okay, fine. They ran right through. They ran right up the middle on them. Like, we were supposed to have a stout center. Like, the center of our line is supposed to be embarrassed. You couldn't, you could, impenetrable to run through. But here we are, you know, the last couple weeks had, what, over uh, three three running backs, over 100 yards rushing? Come on. I think part of that is, and this is, again, where I think you're going to see a huge difference next uh, sadly next season when dean's back in is i think some of this is a responsibility like i've played d-line and i played linebacker granted at a much lower level but your responsibilities vary as d-line yeah you're told where to line up at the beginning of the play and obviously your goal is to tackle the guy with the ball or you know create a mess you know like if you're the size of jordan davis or you're as good as Jalen Carter, you're getting double teamed. And if you two both get double teamed, that's four guys on two. You're creating a mess. That, that's your goal. However, as a linebacker, you're kind of the quarterback of the defense. You know, you see, you're supposed to be the one eyes up. Where's everyone lining up? What's going on? If you watch Georgia highlights of when Dean Carter and Davis are there, or even Eagles highlights early in the year when Dean's healthy. Dean's reading as the players come up and gra- going up and you know tapping the guys. Hey, move here. Hey, move here. Too many times, like this past game, they're out of position. It's a run with a slant to the right, and they're slanting. To, you know, they're also slanting to the right, but it's reversed. You know, so they're going like this, and it's yeah. Well, they're I mean, in the wrong spot. You got Shaq Leonard, who's been here three all of three weeks. They called up the uh, 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 practice squad guy to yeah, fill in the that. other role. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's expected, but as a coaching staff, you should, you should have adjustments for that. You know what you I mean? Should. Like, and not only that you'd expect some of the, like, and again, I don't, I don't know. I'm not there on the field. I know from experience, like I, I again, way different levels, but I think in sometimes the same mindset, I was on practice squad and I knew when I first, my first year, I, uh, first couple weeks, I was like. I want to sit there. I want to listen to everything the coach is telling them because I want to absorb it all and I want to be better. By the seventh or eighth week, my team was trash. Things weren't going well. We knew the coach was garbage. Things. I wasn't paying attention. I was sitting there on the back just kind of chatting it up with whoever else was on the defense with me while we're letting them get their plays ready. And then uh, we'll just attack it as it was, whatever. 
that can't be in the NFL. And it kind of feels that way. It kind of feels like your practice squad guys. I, I get Shaq Leonard is new to the system. He's still a veteran linebacker. He should know how to diagnose offenses. That was my hope. I, I When he first came in, everyone's like, oh, well, he's a, a bad back. He's been injured. I'm like, I don't care about his injury. I don't need him to make a million tackles. I need him to diagnose the offense. I need him to go up to the D-line and go, hey, guys, obviously this is what I see from years of experience. Get into these positions, you'll do better. But he's not doing that. He's made a couple plays here or there, but, you know, like Kevin Byard first week, a little iffy, but again, he's a safety. But he since has been like, okay, I know my role here, and he's kind of doing what I want him to do as a linebacker. I mean, as, as a safety. Right. But Leonard's not. Our guy stepping up clearly isn't truly stepping up. He's just, oh, I didn't actually pay attention. So here I am. I didn't learn. And maybe he did. I, I, I might just be speaking out like out my ass because I'm not there. But I'm just saying from what it's to see that because I still believe that Carter and Davis are phenomenal D-linemen with a great future. But, you know, it, it, it's if you're set up for failure, you know, by not being in position, which, again, not entirely their fault. If, if the play says, hey, line up in you know the B's and you're lining up in the B gaps and the linebacker sees, hey, they're definitely going to run to the outside and doesn't shift. What what are we doing? You know, yeah. but it again, I'll, I'll stand by my point, though, is that offensively we're injured. We have a uh, we had a new coordinator for the season, and now another coordinator. We had a new linebacker. There's a lot of problems with the defense, so I get it. But it wouldn't be as bad if our healthy offense was playing proper football and being successful. Because I've noticed, and and I've been meaning to like talk about this when we ran the ball early in the game and mo- most of the season, we run the ball when we do. We run it really well. We draw out time. We obliterate opponents defenses we make them hate themselves and then our defense gets rested and almost every time that we run the ball down the field so methodically and score our defense almost always turns around and gives us like a three and out you know maybe five and six out whatever because they're rested they're ready to go but when you're doing three and out three and out three and out three and out by that third or fourth one bro their defense is exhausted like guys we just got off the field yeah. What are you doing turning the ball over? Why is Jalen Hurts running backwards for six yards? I, I said it in a pod earlier before you jumped off, but before you jumped on, I said uh, the Cardinals out-eagled the Eagles last week. They kept the ball. They drove down the field, wore down your defense, and they got you know our offense off the field really quick. You know what I mean? So yeah, they did. out-eagled the Eagles. I mean, so it speaks a lot to Shane Sykes coaching, even though we thought, you know, he wasn't as uh, good as he. Uh, that was Gannon. Gannon. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Gannon. And well, I, Even you know, Steichen had success too. And oh yeah, I think Steichen's done well. I, I, I had no problem with Steichen. I had a problem with Gannon because some of the defensive schemes we were doing were miserable, and we were having some terrible chances. And you see that with Cardinals still. I mean, we still put up thirty-one points on them. This is. I could be wrong. You could correct me. First time in two years we put up thirty points and not one. With the exception of the Super Bowl, I think it is. Yeah. Like, it's unreal how good we've been. If we, I mean, granted, I think most teams, you score 30 points, you're probably going to win the game. Right. We lost to the Cardinals, who have no offensive weapons except Connor. I mean, you can count Murray, but do you? Like, Murray. I mean, I feel like you should be able to. I feel like it's just, I don't think he's as much of a, I mean, 
I mean, when Hertz, when Swift gets a hundred yard uh, game, does do we give a lot of credit to Jalen? You know, so yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm just saying over the over the past couple seasons, like Murray has not done what he used to. He's not the threat no. he used to be, but he also has the weapons he used to have, and Very yet true. he torched us. Very true. I mean, 232 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, well, I mean, back in our defense, you know what I mean? It's just that's just we never got off the field. On they never yeah. stopped the third down. They just allowed them to keep going. Yeah. But um, well, how did you feel about um the after the game? The whole AJ not speaking to the media, then speaking to the media uh, yesterday. Um, how did you feel about um you know Jalen Jalen's comments at the post game or at the press conference this week? So I feel a little differently about Jalen than I do most of the rest of the team. Okay. For AJ. Uh, look, I I've thought A.J. Brown has been a phenomenal athlete and a phenomenal person and player since he came out of college. I still believe that. I'm okay with players not wanting to talk to the media. Hell, I st- I used to love Marshawn Lynch for that exact reason. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Be fine. Yeah, even before that, before he, when he was getting fined, he's like, I'm not talking to him, I'm not answering these questions. Right. Why, why bother? You're not. I'm not paying my, my Eagles ticket. I'm not buying an Eagles ticket and technically t- paying the players. To watch them talk to the media, I don't, I don't give a rats, man. You know, it's like the whole thing when the world gets political. Like, I don't care about a celebrity's political feelings. You know, I don't care how the player, you know, feels about a game right afterwards because that's the same reason we don't do a podcast right after the game. You're heated. Thing, you're, things are different. Emotions are different. Give a moment to think about it. Cool. He came out the other day. What he said, I'm cool with it. Hey, he was upset, frustrated. Why did he need to add to it? He doesn't need to. I'm cool with that. Jalen, look, you're the quarterback, and, and I'd be cool if you hadn't, if you were like, hey, I'm just, I'm not doing answering tonight. Um, you know, whatever, cool, great, great, wonderful. Jalen and Sirianni have given us the same roundabout answer about things for five, six weeks in a row. And I'm sorry, Jalen. I, 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 I know we've gone up and down with you a lot. I do truly appreciate you as a quarterback. I think you've got immense potential phenomenal talent and just this winning mentality that is great but in a situ you got i feel like you got to start reading the situation a little better when it comes to the team you're on the city you're in we don't deal well with bullshit okay we we've loved our teams through thick and thin our teams have been dead last and we still love them and our teams have won it all and we're there cheering more than any other fan base in the world. But don't don't bullshit us. You know, are you going to come out and say, hey, look, um, we just got to try harder. It's learning experience. Yeah, you've been saying that. Yeah. Your first year. When are you going to learn? Yeah. Yeah. First year. Cool. Great. Great. Wonderful. Early season. New new coaching and all. Cool. Great. Great. Wonderful. End of the season. Nah, no, this is not a learning experience. We're we're looking at the playoffs. We're guaranteed to be in the playoffs. We know what's coming. You should not be a learning experience. Not against Arizona. That's not a learning experience. That's just a, a bad system. Understand, like, there's plays that are on you. Okay, I know you know this. Obviously, you're never going to hear what I'm saying, and I get it. You know, my critique doesn't matter. Fine, cool. But, like, there's definitely times where I know that, like, in-game, we don't see what, what the players see. I get it. But as a quarterback, when you're scrambling and nothing's there, and you run out of bounds for a loss rather than throw it away, that's 100% on you. Nothing can change that. You need like 110% 
that's a bad read. That, that'll never change, you know. And if you're being given a little bit more freedom with the call, or as the quarterback, if you're seeing this as it is, don't you have meetings with the coaches all, all week? Maybe. And I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know if maybe they're telling you to shut up. Maybe you are talking to them. I don't know. I'm not there. But, like, y'all should do your homework. Y'all should know you're going up against the worst defense, run defense in the NFL. Shouldn't you have maybe discussed, hey, let's rotate our running backs a lot this week, get a lot of runs in to really ground and pound this to open up the air and, you know, get the receivers out. Now, I don't, again, and I'm hoping for your sake, it's the play calling and you're just doing what you're told, and that sucks. But like back to back to back screens again, QB draw after QB draw. When it, I'm sorry, Matt Canada got fired for how bad of his play calling was, and this is worse. This is ten times worse. They have a shit team in Pittsburgh. They've got some really good stars, and uh, hey, Pickens, what's his name, uh, Waylon Harris, huh? Najee Harris. No, the guy though, the young, the new guy that's been replacing him. Um, has been doing a lot better than Najee has. Oh, Najee's had a good time too, uh, in bits. Uh, they have another receiver too. Um, I'm drawing blanks right now, but uh, if they can get their quarterback figured out and a couple of O linemen, that could actually be a solid team. I mean, granted, you've got, in my opinion, one of the best coaches. Look, he's gonna go 500 plus again, again, yeah. crazy, crazy career set he's had. We have a better team across the board, we have a better team, and we're doing. I know statistically we're doing better. We're doing worse. We're doing worse. Um, and it, I've seen, worse. I've seen, yeah, I've seen some, some, some stats out there that have us ranked 31st in run defense and 31st in or pass defense. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Like the, the stats, the stats don't lie. We're, we, we are bad on defense uh, and things need to change and they need to change immediately. Let's look to this week coming up. Well, before we even look forward to the week coming up, and you guys might have already touched on this, I would like to touch base. Let me pull it up real quick. We had, even though the season's been the way it's been, six of our amazing guys, I'd like to really happily point out the three of them being O-linemen, have been... Yes, congratulations. Congrats to the boys. I guess, like I've been saying, like, I don't blame... What's the list? Lane? Yeah, Lane... A.J. Brown, Landon mm-hmm. Dickerson, Hassan Reddick, DeAndre Swift, and, of course, the number one center in the NFL, Jason Kelsey, the better Kelsey brother. And, look, I've, I've said biased. it. A little bit biased on that, I think. But. I mean, am I, though? I've said it 100 times over. Like I said, I don't really blame the players for this, I, like for the way the season's going, because I think they're just dealing with what they got to deal with. I mean, when we run the ball, that's why 3-0 linemen are, are on this list from one team. Because they absolutely maul and dominate when we throw the ball. And some reason it doesn't go well, but Hertz has more time than any other quarterback in the pocket by a, by a, a almost a full second. It's insane. Yeah, DeAndre he's Swift. Got happy feet. He's got happy feet. He doesn't feel safe in the pocket. You're right. You're right, which is crazy. DeAndre Swift, absolutely. I mean, come on. We bitch about running the ball all year and he still makes the Pro Bowl. That's because of how good he is running. He's averaging almost five yards a carry. Yeah. Run the goddamn ball. And of course, Reddick, which I'll be I'll be honest, I, I'm a little shocked because I don't think he's had the season that we were hoping for. I agree. But I, agree. I, I think he's still pre- I think that's one of those things is that he still puts up a lot of pressures. Uh, and I think one of the things I've been talking about 
in some groups and discussing is that overall, I think because of how we're structured defensively right now with this ridiculously soft zone BS, we've been running so much, the teams have very quickly learned to just quick out, quick, like quick passes, quick shots, quick runs. It, but your D line can't get home. Your pass rush. Why that man? Why is everything zoned? Why not? Because why our coaching zone? staff is made up of morons. I mean, okay, I get it. Bradbury can't keep up with the speed receivers. That's something that we brought up earlier in the season, right? Especially after the Super Bowl last year. But I mean, come on. At some point, you gotta let some of these guys uh, play man to man. You can't just let everybody just go out and and play zone every down, like. Come on, we need to get in their face. We need to we need to to mash him at the line and make it a little bit harder for that 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 quarterback to make that uh, two second drop back and and out. You know. Yeah, or and at least at least if you're gonna run zone and be psychotic like that, make the adjustments. If you know what's happening so much, take your outside backers, structure them in a spot where those quick slants and quick ends aren't really there because they're there. I, every other team does it. You start hitting them with slant. You watch the teams line up, and you'll see the outside backers a little bit on the outside of the of the DNs, a little bit further back because they're trying to stop that. We're not. Our guys are sitting back six, seven yards, or they're right up front. There's never an in between. They're never adjusting. Like we start getting hit by like I mean, all San Fran did all game. Quick stream, quick or, or like quick slant, quick slant. You never see a linebacker move to cover that spot. It's just left open. Yeah. Mind-boggling. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, you know, this whole season has been very mind-boggling in itself uh, from the way the season started, how we found ways to win, and now how the season's ending where we find ways to lose. Yeah, we are finding ways um, to lose. On I brought this up earlier when I was just talking about myself, Mark. I want to get your opinion on it. Uh, are you a superstitious person at all? I, I know we've talked about it before, but, you know, I smoke a lot of weed and I – burn a lot of brain cells. I don't remember what you said. So I you, I you. Uh, there, there's definitely parts of my life. I'm a little superstitious about. Okay. You know, uh, I sit in the same spot for like every game. I drink the same beer for every game. I try. There's certain jerseys. And if like, if we start losing early, I'll switch jerseys. But if we're winning, I can't switch jerseys. If we are winning like a win straight early season, I once I, once I put on my Swift Jersey, we didn't lose until the first time I wore it out of the house and then that that hurt me and so yeah like that i won't <laughs> i'm a little i'm a little bit on my jerseys all right so we share a little bit of the same similar superstitions uh, I, I i'm a little superstition myself i have to wear my eagles jersey while watching the game but the the one that i kind of was thinking about this week and i was trying to see if anybody had that same thought while listening to you know philadelphia uh, radio this week but i haven't really heard anybody bring it up and you know philadelphia is a little bit of a superstitious town you know we had to put the statue up top of the Comcast building to, you know, uh, the William Penn statue. I think oh, earlier yeah. Ben Franklin, but that's a, <laughs> a William Penn up top of the, the Comcast center. So we can get that 2017 uh, Super Bowl trophy. So my thought was maybe this team has got the curse of the green Kelly Jersey. That's the that, thing. It's it to me. It's just, it's the last time I remember us wearing those jerseys. We had one of the best defenses in the league. We had one of the most upcoming stars in the quarterback position. We had a couple of decent receivers and a good tight end. And it 
it's kind of funny how it matches similar to what the team looks like now. And we get those jerseys this year, and we kind of see some of the same issues that that team back in those times had. And it's just funny to see those currently now in 2023. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't think about it too much because the last time we wore those jerseys, I I didn't watch football as religiously as I do now. I watched it, I was still an Eagles fan, always. But like back then, what was it, oh five? Oh four? When Cobb played when Mike Vick. Oh my god. Now we're going I, to, we're, I'm going look, back look, look, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. rant out real fast, real small rant. Go ahead. The day we drafted Cobb is the first day I called for Reed to get fired. Okay. Uh, again, you know me. I'm a college guy. I love college football. I remember we drafted Cobb. I was like, that is the worst decision ever. That guy is trashed. He's not going to make it. Uh, Nevada or something like that. I don't even remember. Or Houston. I think it was Houston. I had no business being in the NFL. Yeah. Had no business. There were so many. There were so many other players available that year. And the years around it. I mean, there's, and that's the other thing I think we're coming into. I think we've run into that before. With we talked earlier too with running backs, is that like for the running backs to be worth more. Look, I, I, I personally, as I've said a million, I don't run the ball, but like there's so many running backs that like it's hard to put a value on them. Quarterbacks, it's a little harder on quarterbacks. Like there are definitely not as many. But when we drafted Cobb, oh, Reed, <laughs> you made me sick. Disgusting. Uh, the one thing I remember about them saying about Cobb was, "Oh, he's the next Brett Favre. He's uh, he's out in the wilderness like Brett Favre. He has the he has the uh, the spunk of 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 a Brett Favre. He plays like Brett Favre. He's a gunslinger. This, that, and the third. And the first game when he gets a concussion, we never see him again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's like so we drafted Foles. And you can ask Mike, you've probably heard it before. I ripped on that draft forever. Yeah. And I stand by it to this day. I love Nick Foles coming in and being the superhero that he was and carrying us to the Super Bowl. That was a different Nick Foles. That was a hugely different Nick Foles. The Nick Foles we drafted out of college, bro, that man's arm could not throw half of what Drew Brees could throw. Yeah. And Drew Brees is notoriously well known for not having a strong arm. Foles couldn't throw shit. He couldn't. Be, he couldn't be anything after ten yards wasn't accurate. He couldn't do it. Even when we did win the Super Bowl, one of the big changes to our system was having the, the amazingly wonderful player in Darren Foles being able to be so good at screens. Yeah. We're running screen plays right and left, and he just danced with them. But we sprinkled him in better with using a lot of runs. With using, you know, you know it, it's like a weird thing where we we ran the ball, we had some throws, we had some play actions, and we had some screens. It was like a nice mix to right. like win things. Right. Weird how that works. <laughs> you know, I commented. Uh, are you are you familiar with Legal Hands the Face podcast? No, I'm not. Uh, you should check him out. Good guy. There's a lot of eagles. He's all eagles. Phenomenal content. I comment on his things from time to time. He makes his posts on Instagram. And that was the one thing he posted was like, what is your biggest concern with like, you know, the Eagles offense, is it the play calling, is it the personnel? And I literally put in there, I was like, you know, I kind of was like, it, you know, people have been saying that we lack creativity. We don't lack creativity. We lack an offense of like a play calling scheme at all. There isn't one. This isn't football. I, it, it's, it's, 
Uh, you look at, oh, sir, you've probably seen people posting up the pictures of the, of the trackers of the routes that our receivers are running. They're not, they're not utilized. It, it just scribbles on, it literally just scribbles on the side of the page. They're not, they're not being used. I mean, AJ Brown has routinely proven how good of a receiver he is and routinely proven when we let him slants, ends, a nice deep pass on time. He absolutely kills secondaries. <laughs> Right. Run the ball, run the ball, quick slant, run the ball, run the ball, play action. It, it dominates. It, it, I mean, he's a pro bowler. He honestly, if we played proper football, I think he could have a 2,000-yard season. I think he could have been closer up there with Tyreek Hill. I mean, he was crushing it. But right. when you suddenly start going screen, 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 throw, 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 and everyone goes, all right, back it up, put a little extra on the sides, and just make an umbrella pattern, and we just play right into it. And it's like, oh, well, when they do back up, oh, let's be spicy, guys. Let's run the quarterback. Like I said, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's if it's Sirianni or if it is BJ. I want one of them. I want one of them gone. Oh, I, I mean, Sirianni needs to give the play call to BJ. If if it is Sirianni's playbook and it's his play calling, but I don't think it is. I think it's BJ, and he's got to go. He's got to go. He should have gone five weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I think uh, AJ's comments, uh, along with what uh, Jason Kelsey had to say on his podcast and on WIP the other day, I missed that. I this feel week. like Steriani uh, kind of is going to keep his job. If anything, maybe Brian Johnson is the fall guy for what's going on this season. Who knows? Uh, I don't think that'll be made until we see the outcome of the playoffs. Too late. Yeah, it's already too late. Yeah, it's already too late. There's nothing you can do now. Uh, How can you move on from Desai? Understand our defense has, like I said, a hundred times this podcast. I know the defense hasn't done well. We've let up a lot, but you're going to move on from Desai when, with as injury riddled as our defense is, it was doing better than our offense. But you're going to uh, keep Brian I think, Johnson. So I think switching a defensive coordinator is not as hard as it is switch a offensive coordinator. Normally, I would agree with you. Except yeah. that this offensive coordinator isn't an offensive coordinator. He, he's literally just throwing coloring books at people and saying, "Hey guys, scribble here." <laughs> like it, it's it's. I I do uh, not. You could just print out a picture of a Madden playbook, and it would be more diverse and usable. Uh, I'm sure. I I agree with you. Um, like hell, I'll, I'll I'll start up a Madden game and just hit auto. Let let it automatically call the plays. Coach, It'll be better coach. than Brian Johnson. Yeah, yeah. The coaching calls right. Suggested oh calls. Yeah, and I'll even I'd even go one better. I just I'll remove half of a full playbook. Just fifty percent of it. Just cut it off. It can only use half of a playbook. It would still do better than Brian Johnson. Well, yeah. Well, let's let's start off by uh, quitting the uh, the seven step drop back before you decide you want to run it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so painstakingly bad, my guy. And it's like, like you said, most likely, and we said this earlier. You, we all both talked about this. Early in the podcast, you know, weeks and weeks ago, before we were losing, we're like, hey, this offense sucks. Yeah. And the problem is we're doing so – we're winning too much that nothing's going to happen. Exactly. And so yeah. we're sitting here. There we with, are. With 11, 12, yeah. however many wins we have, and it's 11, 11 wins. Five. Yeah, 11. Dude, when we – was it 10 and 1 at one point? Yep. I remember we got there. And I had, or I think my uncle apologized to me. 
because at the beginning of the season, he said, we're probably going to go like 12 and 5, 11 and 6 max. I said, no way. Easily 13, 14 wins. He said I was out of my mind. We beat the Chiefs. We beat Buffalo. And he's like, look, I was wrong. Lo and fucking behold, he wasn't. We no. lost to Drew Locke. We barely beat out Tommy Cutlets, who honestly, now that he's benched, I'm more concerned about this week than ever. Yeah. And we lost to the, the, the Cardinals. Yeah, I agree. Well, since you brought them up, Mark, let's move on to this uh, Giants game coming up at 425 on Sunday. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, this is a, it's a scary game now. This should not have been a scary game. This should be a game where we rest our starters. Where we're we're relaxing. We just had the holidays. We're looking at the playoffs with a number one seed. Because it wasn't hard. They, every team has given us the opportunity of the number one seed. The Niners lost. We could have locked cool. it all up. Yep. We could have locked it all up. And we said, nah. <laughs> Give us number five, boys. We don't want any home games. I mean, technically speaking, we could still win the division. But let's be real here. Dallas isn't losing this weekend. They're playing the Commanders. Yep. Bummed up, beat up Commanders. Are they going to play their starters? Who knows? I mean, if you're the Cowboys, you almost have to because you're not that good. You're just giving stuff. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just, I wonder how many of the starters do we play this week? I mean, think about it. We need to win. And have the Cowboys lose for us to win the division. And we need them to win, us to win, and them to lose, and Detroit to lose to get second. Any one of those doesn't happen, we're in fifth. So it's like, well, I guess if if we beat the Cowboys, we're technically in like third or fourth, whatever it is. But like I said, the Cowboys are most likely, in my opinion, they're not. The chances of them losing are so low. Like, it's so low. Whereas... The chance of us losing is significantly higher with the way we've been playing. So if anyone is injured, any nagging injury at this point, if we want any hopes to have a better chance of the playoffs, screw it, take the game off and spend the entire game punching Brian Johnson in the face. <laughs> and maybe that'll help us, you know? Um, no, I mean, at this point, the Giants are playing spoiler. Tyrod, you have to remember, if Tyrod's playing, this is a man who made his career out of making other quarterbacks. He was playing to the Bills. He gets injured. Josh Allen gets a start, and Josh Allen's not the starter. He goes to the Chargers. He gets hurt thanks to the the coaching staff. The punches are missing long. Yeah, Herbert gets a start. Herbert proves phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Great quarterback. you got to start him. So Tyrod's getting bounced around. Tyrod's a good quarterback. Tyrod is a better quarterback than I. I, I'll say it right now. I don't care. Tyrod Taylor over Brock Purdy every day of the week. Mm. Hands down. No question. He's better. (laughs) He's better than Danny Dimes. He's better than Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi. I would take him over Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Mm. I think he's better than Baker Mayfield. Right now, if I'm the Browns, Joe Flacco is having a resurgence. He's better than Joe Flacco. He's better than all the, the quarterbacks they've run through in, in, in Minnesota. He's better than Aiden O'Connell down in, in Vegas. 
Uh, you've, you're getting rid of Russell. He's better than Sim. Like, like he's a very good, smart quarterback. He's had a rough career full of injuries that are just just freak accidents that they're just he gets replaced by players of the future. It's insane. So you got to think if if he's in, he knows this. Like he knows how his future. He knows he's at, towards through the back half of his career. Right. And the Giants are kind of leery on their quarterbacks. He doesn't just want to win. He wants to prove a point. Exactly. Keep me and your future's good. That's that's concerning. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, you know, with that being said, I, I kind of said it earlier when I was uh, talking about myself, Mark, I'm in the belief that the Eagles should just concede this game to the Giants. You don't deserve to win this game because what is the proof? What are you proving? You 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 be a lower ranked team, okay? You know how you know how you win by let letting them win and getting a worse draft position. To me, at this point, this team has not proven to me that they deserve to go into this game, and and have an easy victory and okay. look good in in playing a bad team and then trying to portray themselves as a, a potential Super Bowl contender when you haven't proven that in the last four to five weeks. So, you know what kills me the most about what you just said, though, is that in those last four to five weeks, while we've been suffering miserably, only one team has actually looked consistently good, and even they have had struggles this season. It kills me to look at this and go, the fact that I look at like the 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 paths we could go, and somehow still see in my head that we could technically that we could make the Super Bowl, like. I look at the players we have. Like I said, I I don't understand how we don't do better. Like it doesn't make any sense at all. I look at the players and I go, there's no way having the best O line, a top running back, two top receivers, a top tight end, and a top quarterback that you're not dominating everybody. Yeah. Beat the absolute and if if somehow, some miracle, the theory that Mike brought up a complete joke for the other week comes true and we just actually play football come playoffs and we just roll our ways to victory i'll be excited and angry i'll be i'll I'll just be there's so many emotions and feelings i'll have at once and i'm still going to want to strangle every one of the coaching staff of course but it also like it's not out of the realm which i hate like i said if our team is shit fine our team's shit it happens I'm still a Flyers fan. The Flyers have sucked for years. They're finally doing well. And the problem is with the Flyers, they do that a lot where they'll look really good for part of the season and then slack off and you go, what are you? Yeah. But the Eagles have never been that. The Eagles are usually, we're really good and we're going to do something about it or we're not. Having this sudden mediocrity pisses me off. I don't like it. Yeah. No, I get it. This. Uh, listen, I don't know. I don't know what this team can do this week that's going to give me any type of confidence going into the first game of the playoffs. You can beat the you can beat the Giants 56 to nothing. And to me, that's not it's not going to prove to me beating up on a on a team that's given up on the season. They're they're done. They're they're going home right now. You know what I mean? And they're booking their golf courses for the summer already. Exactly. So it's just like you know I just think a bigger victory for us would just let them win the game, concede the game to them, 
let them have a worse draft pick so that they can't add anything decent to their future. And, uh, you know, just enter the playoffs as they are, whether it be the fifth seed or the third seed. or I mean, I don't think we'll get the second seed at all. But um, especially after what Detroit experienced against playing Dallas this week, especially with the referees uh, handing Dallas that win, um, which we didn't touch on today, but I'm sure we can touch on that uh, another time. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another thing that's been bad this year is the the referee. The referee this year has been – very inconsistent. You call it one way at the beginning of the game. You call it another way at the end of the game. The same, the same thing you've done in the beginning of the season. You called it one way. Now towards the end of the season, you're calling it a different way. These referees have got to be held accountable. And there's, I'm glad to see that those referees that that called the uh, the Detroit Dallas game got got kind of fined. But then they also got the Pittsburgh uh, Baltimore game this weekend. So I'm not sure if that's a punishment or. Or what? Oh, man, go Pittsburgh, I guess. Yeah. Now, you know what? You're right. It's been a weird season. It's weird because, like, there's, I mean, outlandish thoughts in my head where I'm like, part of me is like, hey, I'd love to find a position to, to ref a game. I swear I'd do a, like, I, I, like every fan, I swear I'd do a better job. I, I don't know. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't, but I think I could do a good job. But, like, I saw someone post up a line, like, hey, if we got rid of Brian Johnson, who would you want as offensive coordinator? And they list a bunch of these guys. I'm looking into them, like, none. No, they're all bad. Bring me, bring me on. I'm not as stupid <laughs> as these guys. How right. do they have jobs? Like honestly, sometimes I look at some of the coaching staff and I'm like, "How do you have a job making more money than I'm ever going to make, doing a worse job than I would do?" And I know it's like, "Oh, well, you're just saying that." No, no, I'm, I'm, I, I believe, I, I know for a fact that I'm not that stupid. I'm not calling Crayola crayon colored books, you know, bullshit the whole time. I'm not going to have four running backs in the stable and never use any of them. Like, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Yeah. It's it's mind boggling. But yeah, with the refs, it's been weird. The season's been weird. And that's why I say, man, it's just, it's, it's weird to think that like we're down in the dumps and yet we're, I hate it. I hate to say the word, but the fact that we're even an inkling thought that we're still contenders. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is disturbing. But again, like I look at the team and say, why why couldn't you be? If your defense gets healthy, what's stopping you? Just the coaching. Which again is like I I, I would understand if it was like, oh, okay, hey, it's too late in the season. It, it's hard to adjust to a new playbook. But it, it wouldn't be. It'd be just adjusting to a king playbook. Just a playbook. We don't have one right now. I swear the Eagles playbook. I don't even have something that thin. I don't have something. <laughs> it's not thin enough. Paper's not thin enough. I don't have anything thin enough to show you how thin the Eagle Playbook is. Yeah. It's it's a scribble. That's all it is. Yeah, I hear there. you. So oh, well, with that being said, I forgot uh Mike's not here today to to uh lasso us in, but what was the 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 word of the week for last week for you? Oh, sickening. Actually just sickening. I'm disgusted by it. I'm tired of seeing the team play like that. And it it's just it disgusts me as a fan. Like I'm sitting there at the beginning of the game looking at ticket prices the next week's game, like 50 bucks. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? It's not a far drive. 50 bucks isn't bad. <laughs> Haven't gotten to see a game this season. Why not? You know, you know, little little rubbing with some Giants fans for fun, you know. After la- by the end of the game, yeah. so you couldn't give me tickets to the damn game. Nope. Uh, uh, trust me, same here. Like, 
like I said, I have zero zero confidence in this team going forward. Uh, they haven't proven anything to me. Everybody, you know, Mike uh, said that he felt a little better after AJ made his comments earlier this week. And, but, you know, like I said earlier, they still got a lot to prove to me. They're not going to just say some words and uh, expect me to, to, to fall back in line. Uh, they got a lot of proving to do to me. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. Um, like I said, it's overall looking at the team. It's just, it just, like I said, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up at all. It, it's, it's one of those. I feel like I'm looking. I, I hate to say it. It reminds mm-hmm. me of a Cowboys team because right now we're paper tigers. You don't look at this roster and think, oh, that's an easy win. You look at this roster and go, God damn, what are we gonna do? And mm-hmm. then we're just gonna fold. What? Come on, man! That's not that's not real. That's yeah. good. That's disgusting. I hate it, man. That's why I stick <laughs> my word. It made right. me sick. I didn't want to watch it. Uh, it was just sickening. I, I'll go with disgusted myself. Uh, it was uh, Mike's word is can you pour beer? <laughs> Mike's word is a uh, shot. Yeah, shot, shot please. Shots. Shot. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's uh, but hey, you know what? All side. Shit, sick game. Shit feelings. As I said, we're still going to love our team. We're going to stand by our city and our team. And uh, most of all, thank you for everyone who keeps listening to us and keeps us moving because we love talking about the birds, even if they want us to hate ourselves. What's your prediction for the game? That's the way of saying it. Oh, God. Oh, prediction for the Giants game. Can we just not show up and forfeit? Just tie game 0-0? Like... (laughs) That's funny you said that because I was gonna I was gonna joke jokingly say that Mike's prediction was that we hope we ended in a tie <laughs> zero zero. You're like what if we just don't go? Like what if the team just doesn't drive up there? They just say, hey, you know what? Screw resting a few players. We're taking a break. Right. <laughs> we don't even need this. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it. This is this is gonna break me. I think I have to make the the call that I've never wanted to make, my guy. I think like 24. God, I can't, I like, I literally, my body I can't say can't it. My body <laughs> cannot do it. I think I saw you like uh dry heave right there. Yeah. Dude, my body is get... like, there's, I cannot for the life of me predict an Eagles loss to this team in my head. I'm like, I believe it, but my, my soul's like, don't you, dare predict a loss to a division player that's this bad so you know what fine i'll still i'll let my heart speak since my mind it's beating the crap out of my mind we'll do something stupid 10 6 eagles which isn't real at all i I believe we uh share the same mindset uh i believe that um and i've 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 dealt with this since sunday because i have giant fans at my job and i have to talk to on a regular basis and uh you know i just don't after last week's performance i don't see this team coming into uh this giants game with uh, with a high uh pressure to perform here um i just think that they'll play a lackadaisical game and they'll lose uh my prediction is it'll be i'm gonna say 16 to 10. Uh, okay giants win well- I'll, I'll add a little extra to it. You said Giants win. Yeah. Okay. I'm add a little extra. I gotta open the the, the sports book open to double check my numbers, All but right. uh, I won't give a winner on my second guess because I, uh, I I I just can't because I know it's gonna kill my soul. 
the world, anyone listening knows where my soul's going. It is exactly what you just said. Um, <laughs> however, what I will say in a more realistic mindset, let me look at it here. Where are we? There we are. Probably I'd is. be very tempted to take the over. Like, very tempted to take the over this week. 41 and a half. Uh, mine says 42 at this point. Oh, yeah? 42? Yeah. yeah, I would take the over in a heartbeat. Really? How our you defense... just a six I know, to ten? I know because I because I hate everything about it. But with how our defense has been playing and how our offense, I mean, when's I mean, honestly, we this de- this team, this team, we're scoring twenty points, even if we're dog shit, we're scoring twenty points. But right. do they play the starters the whole game? Even if they how don't, long are they going? It doesn't play? matter. That's my point. The team is so good, it doesn't matter. I mean, well, you're going to use well, you use Gainwell, you use Boston Scott, you use Rashad Penny. Oh no, like. They're there. Are you going to use Julio Jones? What a what a backup, you know? I mean, um, okay, Kobe, I get it. He's looked great. Hey, I, I, I trust Mariota. I mean, I do too. It's not that our I team? don't trust Mariota. Is I don't trust our defense. Well, our defense is already backups. Who are you going Who are you going to use as a backup? Who are you gonna use <laughs> as a backup? We're already on backups. We're on Very our fifth and sixth linebacker. We're on our seventh and eighth cornerback and safety. Very like, true. Which even even yeah. you prove my point more that we'll lose this game, being that we're still playing with backups. So. Yeah. So with that said, I, I'm gonna I, I'll leave my prediction up for the hell of it because people can roast me on it because it, it's garbage. But in reality, I'm I I am putting I'll personally I'll put money on the over this week, no All question, because right. I think Tyrod Taylor is gonna do everything he can to do to kick ass. I think it's a proven game for him. The Giants might not care, but he cares, and a quarterback that cares can do some damage. Um, and honestly, like I said, who do I not? I mean. If anything, if somehow Mariota play, if if Hertz doesn't play, I'm more likely to believe we win because I think we call a different plays with him. I think we call a more standard game because we don't expect him to do what we expect Hertz to do. We don't expect him to save us where we constantly seem to expect Hertz to save us. So I would think if anything, the coach goes, oh, simplified playbook, slants, ins, quick routes, run the ball a lot. And we would just absolutely roll them. But uh, th- that's the thing is that if they haven't simplified the offense for Jalen to make him more efficient, why simplify more. it? I mean, but same thing for, for Mariota. Like, what makes you think that they're going to change the playbook for Mariota when they specifically brought him in so they wouldn't have True. to change the playbook for Mariota? You're not wrong on that belief. However, I will go – my mindset is that every team, no matter how good their backup is, plays a different playbook for their backups because there's a reason they're backups like yes he might be the best fill-in but he's not right. hurt and again like i think and i think that's one of the things you'll, you'll notice like you said hurts stand in the pocket for as long as he does or with all the dropbacks whereas with Mariota, i don't think they're gonna like call the same reach it plays or the same gadget plays they're gonna be like hey we don't trust you you're not the starter we don't expect right. you to make these plays. So get the ball out of your hands. Just get it out. Cool. Maybe we'd actually do something. That's all. That's all. That's how my belief is with it. So you know what? If it comes to that, I'm going to wear my number eight jersey this weekend. There you I, go. Won't, I won't even wear an Eagles jersey if he gets the call. Just put it on. Just put it. Just, just start off the game with the Mariota jersey. With the, Mario jersey. With, with, the, with the college one or the NFL one? Because I have his NFL jerseys. It's not Eagles. Yeah, not, if it's I not Eagles, yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't wear the money. Exactly. But, I mean, but, you know, at this I point. I will Eagle jersey. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't yet. I thought you would have got it for Christmas. I, uh, I thought so, too. I was <laughs> one of my family members. Someone was like, yo, I won Christmas. And I'm like, 
I gotta marry Yoda Jersey. And I did. I'm like, what the fuck? First uh, well, first Oregon Heisman of all time. One of my favorite players, all of college. Had a phenomenal looking career until he had his leg broken the same day as two other quarterbacks, which is really weird. Um, and yeah, that all went downhill real fast. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, well, he's an eagle. That's all that counts. Chip Kelly. And not even with Chip Kelly. Fortunately, who knows what that outcome would have been like had he gotten here with Chip Kelly. You saw how good that offense was in college. And yeah. but how 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 would you be able to be, rebuild a similar type in the NFL? It's not as easy as it is. In- it's not, but I think I mean I stand by my belief before that a lot of the team that we built to win the Super Bowl with is what Chip was building. It just he didn't get a chance to finish it. Uh, well, yeah, debatable, and we've debated it before, but let's not get into that one. Let's leave that back in 2023. <laughs> you know what? You're right because it is 2024. No yes, more tip talk at the table. No more. <laughs> I mean, he manages to make every podcast so far. So, <laughs> uh, you know, well, uh, Kelly Green, it's hard to stay away from the name, you know? Very true. Very true. I, I remember rumors of us having this, the jersey come back when he was coach. I was like, yo, that would be fire. And Kelly, if you're Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Coach Kelly coming out in Kelly Green. Like, that'd be crazy. And then it's like, nah, <laughs> nah, we didn't do that. But whatever. You know what it is? Go, Birds. That's, I'm, I'm, go. I don't care. Go, Birds. There you go. Anything else to bring to the table, Mark? Did you, uh, college football? Uh, you know, uh, you yeah. Alabama. Yeah. I was hoping for that. I'm really glad. Funny yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird because the world's like, oh, it's like two different. Like, it's weird. The team is playing this year. Look, Washington's been phenomenal. Funny enough, Washington's at this point part of the Big Ten. Like they're 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 moving there next year, but since the season's over, there is no Pac-12 anymore. So they're part of the it's two Big Ten teams. It's the first time two teams in the same conference have showed up against each other outside of the SEC. And I think that's something to be concerned. Like I think well, not to be concerned, but something to keep an eye on is that the Big Ten with how big it is right now and how many players are in it right now. I mean, you've got Ohio State, Michigan. Penn State, Oregon, Washington, USC. Like you've got a good chunk of top level talent in one conference now. Yeah. On top I of agree. We had. And, and and back to the Chip Kelly thing real quick. I believe it was you that sent us a while back uh Chip Kelly breaking down how to fix the NFL or the uh college football um I guess playoffs or division or how you break them down. I don't know I'm if that was you that sent that. it to me. I don't yeah, remember but, that. If you find it, send it to me though. Yeah, it definitely will. If it, if it wasn't you, I'll send it to you. I wonder what he uh, said. But, but Chip Kelly had like this great idea of how to fix college football, um, you know, using all 193 teams and making them four conferences. And I, I'll send you the link. You'll you'll have to that find it. And we'll, we'll, I'll send it to Mike, and he can post it in the in the IG page so that the our our followers can also uh, look that up. I said I want to look into that. That sounds good because I say I will. Like I mentioned before on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I, I, the more I look in, the more I think about it, the more I've put thought into it, the more I believe it's the right choice when with, and I a hundred percent believe it's chalked up to Ryan Reynolds and um, McElhenney for buying the soccer team in Wales. So that became popular. Soccer is becoming more popular here in the U S people mm-hmm. are trying to understand the tier system that is used over the, over there. That tier system would not work for the NFL. It would not no. work for the NHL. It wouldn't even work for baseball. And there's enough, there is enough baseball teams, but there, there's too much of a drastic difference. But college, 190 plus college team, it would be phenomenal. Top 25 yeah. teams play the top. I mean, you're only going to play teams in the top 25 that whole year. The bottom four fall out. 
those other four move up. It gives you like if your team's you know in that second division, you still have a real good reason to pay attention to your team that year. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, my team's mediocre. It's like, no, no, they're moving up this year. Like, they're top four. We got to – let's go. Yeah, it gives you a real reason to be passionate about that anymore because right now I think the rescheduling of the conferences, the fact that the Big Ten is now as booming as it is and the SEC is as big as it is, they're the only two conferences anymore. The Big yeah. 12 doesn't matter. The pack is completely gone. The independents are – I mean, the last two times Notre Dame has made it, because they're so good, they get absolutely walloped because they're not really that good. They're an independent. They don't get to play. The ACC had Clemson. That's it. I mean, Florida State, look at Florida State this year. Oh, we guys, you didn't give us in the playoffs. That's unfair. Got smacked. Absolutely <laughs> rolled by another team that didn't make the playoffs. You didn't deserve it. You're, hey, not, you're not there. A lot of college teams aren't. But exactly. So you break it up. I don't know. I want to see the way Chip Kelly wanted to do it. That'd be cool to see. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll dig that up and see if I can send it to you. And it's going to burn me. It's going to burn mm. my soul. I, I, I normally have my Oregon thing, my blanket here. My, my daughter has it right now. Um, go Washington. I no. stand by my belief that Michael Penix Jr. might be the best player in the draft next year. Mm. That is a ridiculously good quarterback. If you watch any college football, Watch the championship game. Well, I watched I watched P- uh, Phoenix in the beginning of the season, and I was blown away the way where he was playing there, and then he just got better as the season got has gone on. His uh, command. I'm, I'm, interested, I'm interested to watch this game because I have not really watched him play play since that first time I saw him, but I'm really interested to see this game against uh, uh, against Michigan coming up. He does what you want, what you, uh... and I'm a Michigan fan. Are you really? Oh, crazy! Michigan fan. I like Michigan and Miami. I've always liked Miami until recently, just because of the whole. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um, so a few years back, Oregon, obviously had Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly moved to the NFL. One of his offensive coordinators took over. wasn't as good. Moved on from him, and we went to. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, Anyway. We had a phenomenal season with him. He's coming to the locker room before the pro or before our bowl game. Like, guys, we're here. This is it. And Florida State had a coaching vacancy, and he went to Florida State. And everyone was like, oh, are you going to leave? He's like, no, I'm here. I'm here for the hall. We're great here. A week later, he quit. And he didn't just quit. He flew out on Oregon's jet, landed there, and just didn't come back. Like, he left mm-hmm. with a disgusting taste in our mouth. So we got Mario Crystal Ball who redesigned the way we we recruit, built up a powerful, you know, O-line, D-line, good team. Miami had a, had a vacancy. Guys, I, I I love Miami. It's my home, but I love what we're doing here. Left. Took over Miami. So it, it hurts a little bit inside because we've seen this. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now with Dan Lanning coming out of Georgia, we like what he's done. He's, I mean, Ducks did so well this year. They're doing really good. The recruiting's phenomenal. Um, but Michael Penix, when he came up against us twice, he just, there's something about the way he sees teams. You watch, If you watch just like the three to four seconds between leaving the huddle and hiking the ball, and you compare that to the way, and I know I'm my, anyone listening that's a college fan or a football fan in general might give me crazy flack for this. You compare that to the way that Manning or Brady or Rodgers approaches the O-line compared to some other quarterbacks. I mean, all quarterbacks you want to see looking around. 
but he just like it's like almost like pre-played in front of him. almost like like playing Madden and clicking the trigger so you can see the play art play art yeah, yeah. he just looked at it and you you see him kind of look at me like he knows yeah, like there's he just, people it's there's ridiculous. people that have that talent you know what I mean like uh I don't know if you've watched that uh Gran Turismo movie not yet I want to but the kid like he saw like the in the game you know they show you the best track to take on the track yeah yeah and that he he would be able to see that while driving an actual car you know what i mean so you know some people have yeah, this that's like uh, that's what uh, like philip rivers and that's I, yeah. I love this one of the stories about philip rivers that forever baffles me that he had a more successful life but then i remember oh wait he played for the chargers hey yeah. herbert i love you bud but you're stuck um is that there were times where he would walk up to the to the line, look across, and tell defensive players they were out of position because he knew their own plays so well. And I was right. like, "God right. damn!" So honestly, yeah, go go Washington. Sorry, right, sorry, right, I didn't realize you were a Michigan fan. So we'll have that going. But yeah, it's all right. It's okay. I mean, like I said, I'm not a big uh, college person, but uh, hopefully we'll we'll make it grow on you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to, you know expand my uh taste buds on the college uh product here but um oh, yeah. i guess um that was a good uh hopefully this was a good hour and 15 minutes here for a uh, uh episode without mike here it's just a two uh, right. tag team tandem here of mark and oh, miguel yeah. with that Damn being them. said you know follow us on the ig squawking eagles go to the youtube page uh, i think the tiktok page might still be up and running. I'll have to double check that as well. Do we still have an uh, X? Is, is he is he using that? Uh, I'm not sure. I know I'm ready to delete my account. I don't know why I'm on it anymore. I, it's one of the least it's, social it's, media buttons that I use. I've been on Reddit more lately. So, I mean, it's still it's one of the most massive social media. Like, I'll take over it. He just gives it to me. I'll keep that thing up. Yeah, that thing's well, or like I told him before, just uh, there's ways to set up where just post all of them at once. You know. Either way, oh, check sure, us all sure. out, guys. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, you know, the whole nine yards, like Miguel said. We appreciate the comments, appreciate the feedback. Roast my absolutely garbage opinions on the scores. <laughs> Tell me I'm a moron. It's cool. Nope. I'm here for it, guys. I'm here. Roast my little solo act in the beginning of this podcast. I'm going to love if that. You, I can't if, you like, if you like what you heard, uh, you know what I mean? Contact my agent. I may be available for Sports Center or the <laughs> Pat McAfee show, whichever, you know, you feel the need to put me in. Oh, no, it's going uh, to be a one-on-one with you and Joe Rogan, my guy. There you, you know go, there you go, there you go. But uh, catch us up. You know how we do. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Eagles. Go yeah, birds. Go birds. Um, Even if it hurts. Do I say Mike hit the music? Is he going to still hit it? Yeah, Mike, he'll hit the hit music. Hit that music. Hit the music, Mike. And that's the pause. If you don't cut it by now, uh, you're getting fired. So no, I'll tell you what. I, I, I really do believe that if we uh, – I, it's weird, but if we play our starters, the Giants win. It's just I hate it. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same. I, I, I just don't. It, it doesn't matter who we play. I just feel that we don't win this game. Yeah, it's just, I, and that's that's sad because I don't I don't want to look into this team and be like, but it, they just haven't proven anything to me. That game against the Cardinals was just pathetic. Like, I, so bad. It was it was horrible. You missed tackles. It's like. It's like the whole team forgot how to play. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, just, that completely hurt. It made no sense. It's, uh, I just don't get it. Yeah. It's like, as I said it during the pod, I'll just, how do you have a team like that? How do you have a team like, I mean, that, they're, you've got all the talent in the world. 
And I've heard I'm, it's funny because it reminded me of like as a kid growing up and like coaches and I've been like, oh, you could have all the talent, but it's the hard work that really makes it and all that bullshit. And it's like right now, it's like I believe our players work, but it's mm-hmm. it's just I, and I don't like when you're this talented. And I I said I think I said earlier in the season I feel like that we kept winning games because of our players' talent alone because the coaching was so bad. So how bad does the coaching have to be to this point that like, I mean, okay. The talent part is just like, uh, that's going to get you to the first half of the season. You, that wear and tear on that body, you don't play the same at the end of the season. You don't have that talent. To, I mean, you had that talent to, to, to lean up on, but not when not game 19, first game of the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like maybe if you have that buy and you're refreshed and, you're not all banged up, maybe, but just don't. That's why I said rest the starters. Just give all the starters a rest, all the major players. Yeah. Let 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 them get their legs back. Let them be fresh for the for the playoffs. They're gonna have this week, and well, we'll have to play next week in the wild card next Saturday. Oh, that's the thing that, that blew my mind, and I, I I said this years ago, like back when I first met Mike years ago. When the league was first really becoming the super passing league it is now, and I'm like, why? Well, because it's fun. I'm like, I don't care if it's fun. It doesn't win. Like since the invention of the forward pass, cool, great, grand, wonderful. You can't. T- I mean, you look at any real Super Bowl team in the past, even with the great quarterbacks and all this. There's a huge run game. There's a huge run game every time. You have. You almost have to have it to win it all. Yeah. And the teams that do dominate i mean look at i mean you think about like tennessee with derrick henry they have had i i don't understand their ownership i think they must be incompetent morons because they've had a repetitive thousand yard rusher for how many years in a row and you never got him an o-line you let him just deal with garbage while you traded out receivers and quarterbacks and defense like Give a couple blockers to Henry. He's easily crushing 2,000 yards in a season. That man is unstoppable. But instead, he's doing all this with nobody in front of him. Right. You look at uh, even Connor this week. Connor started his career really hot. Then mm-hmm. fell. He was playing on teams without, without other lines. He well, still he, has that he talent. Was he? Yeah. Mm. He still has that talent, but there's no O-line. All you need, I, I promise you. You'd have a top five O line and a really good running back or two. The rest can be mediocre and you will dominate teams. You you could have a, a, a Mac Jones at quarterback and win games. Sure. But yeah, well. whatever. <laughs> it is what it is, man. I'm I don't own an I don't own an NFL team. I, I I'd probably get shit on if I if I ever own an NFL team because all I would well, do just- is draft. Just don't throw your drink on 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 uh, opposing player uh, opposing fans. I know what the <laughs> hell, but no, like because I, I would get booed because I'd be like, "Oh, you're the most boring team in the league." Yeah, I'm sorry, we've won 15 Super Bowls in a row because no one can fucking stop us. Like, sorry, we're boring guys. You know, that's all it would be. That's all you'd see is championships. True. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, that's well. what it is. You Take have a easy, great man. night and uh, go birds. Thing, go birds, brother. Take it easy, man. Yeah. Peace. Boy, wish you could have been there The cowboys are sure gonna miss her I hate to break it to them She looking better in green Tomorrow she was
planning on leaving But she don't wait to change her philosophies Was it the fans? Was it the lights? Could be my arm wrap around her all night I knew she was the one when she said the words Not the words you might think Oh man, she said go birds 